Hello there, listeners. My name's Tommy. My name's Aaron. And welcome to the Super Pod Saga, the podcast where we are on a journey to talk about every single topic in the history of video games. And, and there are no stops. No stops. No, stops. no, no. There can't be, because if we stop, then we won't talk about everything, and, and then you would miss out. And today's topic is video game endings. I picked this one this week. It's so good endings, bad endings, weird endings. We're going to talk about them all. How how many did you bring to the table, Aaron? Uh, I brought what one, two, three, about seven. One, two, three. Yes, seven. I have eight from seven games, so that's perfect. That's awesome! Perfect. Hell yeah. I I'm excited for this one because you are a person who completes many video games, and I'm a person who barely completes any video games. My my history of games, like I was known to my college friends as the guy who never finishes a game. But there are a few games that I have finished, and I'm excited to talk about them. You, you'd say that, right? That you finish a lot of games? Uh, I did <gasps> finish a decent amount, but like there's quite a few that I started, got to the middle of, and then just stopped for whatever reason. There were even good games that I just stopped playing. But I, I just don't have the attention span sometimes. But let's let's start with video game endings since this is my topic. I'm gonna go first if that's okay. And, yeah. And I'm gonna talk about my favorite video game ending of all time from my favorite video game of all time, Red Dead Redemption One. Oh. Ooh. Oh, it gets to my soul. So to to start with some background info. Um. The Red Dead Redemption 1, the story is you play as John Marston, a guy who used to be a real bad guy. He was in a gang of robbers and thieves and murderers, and and he wanted out of it. He had a wife and a son, and and so he, he moves on from that. But then, before the events of Red Dead Redemption 1, the government kidnaps your family and holds them hostage and says, you have to go and hunt down your former gang members the three main ones and then you can have your family back and so that's your motivation yeah right the government does it can you believe that the government being rude no and uh so you you go through the game you you kill off those three people and you get your family back and you start doing these missions that are just like normal family missions and it feels great you're like teaching your son how to hunt and you're getting cattle for your farm and it just feels great and you're like oh this is what i wanted this whole time some people didn't like that some people were like where's my action but i was like this is this is a great (laughs) prize and where's my hog time (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly i loved it and then one day you're out doing your farming stuff and you're you come back and and your wife's like hey the military's coming (laughs) and you're like what So you have to try and fight them off as they're coming to get you. It turns out the government can't handle keeping you alive because of everything that you know about what they did. And so the last scene... Oh, by the way, there's going to be full spoilers for everything here. So if you hear a game that you don't want to have spoiled, just like skip ahead a bit. But we're not going to hold anything back because, you know, we're talking about endings. And, yeah, we're, we're pretty pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so you're in the barn, and you, like, walk out of the barn, and it's like a row of 12 lawmen in front of you. And it goes into the slow motion thing, which usually lets you target people to shoot them all. And you don't have enough time. Like, you can shoot a few of them, but then they gun you down. 
and and John Marston dies. But guess what? Say what? Say what? Man. What? You know what? Sorry. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, that's not the real end. You then, it skips ahead like 10 years, and you take over as John Marston's son, and you find out the location of those two government agents that kidnapped him however many, 10 years ago, and you actually find them, and, and get you confront them, and you're like, hey, you really ruined my life, and like killed my dad, and that wasn't cool, and then you kill them, and get your revenge, and then it pops up, like after you kill the last guy, it just goes black, and it says redemption in red letters, and the credits roll. Nice. Oh, it's such a good, such a good ending, and it's like three different stages of it, too, and they're all so good. Oh, love it. That is pretty rad. Can't beat Wild West. No, you can't. There needs to be more Wild West games. Oh, man. Uh, so, one of the first ones that I had written down was uh, was ending from Dragon's Dogma, because it's just, <gasps> it's wild. Oh, yes, it is. I forgot. About, I actually finished that game. That's one of the few games I finished. Yeah, that, that was a good one. It was, uh, it, was <laughs> it was a super weird ending. What? Oh, man. Let's see if I remember it. Um... So you, the arisen, uh, what is it? The, the, dra- the dragon comes along and rips your heart out, and uh, he challenges you like, "Hey, fool, fight me, and you can go back to living a quiet life or become a god or something like that." <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then and then you can choose to, what is it? And then you can choose after that to to fight a god to become god. Or he just sends you back down to the earth below or whatever. But um, if you do choose to become God and you beat him, you you walk around like the little like heaven like godly area. I forget what it's called. And you and you can also like go down to like the actual world below, but you can't interact with anything. You can't interact with like anybody. You're just basically it, like a ghost or god or whatever. Um, yeah, it was so weird. You're just literally a ghostly figure walking around. Like, they went through with, like, yeah, you're a god now. You can just go wherever, but you can't actually interact with anything. But, but, they also give you this, like, this dagger or knife or something like that that you can use to kill yourself. <laughs> oh. And, uh, and then you basically, like, break the cycle of, like, dragons and arisen and shit. And, uh, and then, what is it, you... Your arisen takes over your body or something like that, and then the game ends like that pretty much. It was, it was, it went a lot of places because, like, from the beginning yeah. through most of the game, it's kind of like a Skyrim like, I want to say, where you're just in this old timey world and there's dragons and monsters and stuff. And then at the end, it just yeah. flips everything on its head and it's like, no, no, you, you can be a god. And, like, we've got all this heaven thing. And, and what was, do you remember what the deal with the pawns was? Did, I think there was an ending where you became your pawn, or your pawn became you. Do you remember the specifics yeah, of that? Yeah, that was that was like the true ending thing, because like the the pawns can only be recruited by the arisen or something like that through like portals to other worlds or something. I forget, but yeah, to um like the real ending of the game was like when you're the god guy and you use that knife to kill yourself. Um, then then you're you wake up or whatever, and you're I guess you don't wake up because your pawn is inside of your body. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's that's the real ending to it. Is your pawn basically 
takes your body. For for some more explanation in that game, we probably should, we could have used this one in the mechanics episode because it was neat. I thought the pawns idea. That was. Um, you can create a, a companion for yourself and like fit them with armor and weapons and stuff and give them fighting styles and and then you can put them up in like a, a spirit house thing and other people can pick them to go on adventures with yeah. them and then they come back to you with the stuff that they got in their adventure and yeah one of uh, the true ending i guess is the pawn gets to take over your body and they become a real boy and yeah, they... <laughs> you're supposed to know that because you wake up and your pawn's voice comes out of your mouth but when i had that <clears throat> my voice was so similar to my pawns that i didn't even realize that was what happened <laughs> <laughs> but I that that game like the the multi or I guess not multi class but like the like advanced classes like you start off with like what mage warrior and like archer or whatever but then mm-hmm. it gets like it gets pretty rad with those like advanced classes or whatever they got that game was so cool do you want to do you want to be disappointed ass. in me <clears throat> I never experienced any of those advanced classes I picked archer and then stuck with it the whole way I just went full archer and never got anything <laughs> cool and I saw gifts later of people doing all these crazy spells, even like Archer stuff, and I'm like, what is going on? How, how did you not, how did, did you like, did <laughs> you not pay like a whole lot of attention to the, the class part or what? I'm boring. And I was like, I'm going to stick to being an Archer. That's all I'm going to do. Why would I do anything else? I'm an Archer. I was, I, that was at the point in my life where I was like, ultimate realism. weird i mean I, they had like a like an advanced archery like class <laughs> i love I'm... you tommy <laughs> no i'm sorry oh, i'm a disappointment <laughs> no you're not going with your next ending <laughs> okay um this this could be a controversial one did you ever play bioshock infinite oh what oh man i'm ready for this yeah that ending was so good i'm ready for this one yes i thought it was good too i think it's a good ending a lot of people say it's a bad ending but i loved it i was taken it was like a roller coaster ride um i can't even give all the specifics because it's a lot of stuff going on but it's it's yeah it's an so the the main game is just like an adventure you you go to the city in the sky what's what was it even called like uh, it was columbia columbia Columbia. Yeah, because Rapture was the one in the water. And you're just trying yeah. to stop the bad guy from doing bad things. And then at the end, your companion who has uh, Elizabeth, who has like, yep. she can make portals to other dimensions or whatever, reveals that there are like, it's it's a multiverse. It was a multiverse before multiverses were cool, because this is like a 10-year-old game. And yeah. like the first game is a different universe and in these universes the same thing happens a man rises to power he creates a city and it all goes bad and so you just go through these lighthouses from lighthouse to lighthouse you even go through rapture from the first two games and and it was just such a, a an incredible visual experience like i didn't understand what was happening but i just loved the ride i remember when i beat that game i didn't understand a whole lot of what happened so i looked it up on the internet and it was like like the main bad guy basically is the main character that you play mm-hmm. but like uh it's just different it was like different different versions of the main character losing elizabeth or something like that yeah. and so I, it was it was some real donnie darko like convoluted shit i i totally forget but 
Yeah, it was, it was a trip for sure. I actually finished the game on the day of my college graduation, like before I went to the commencement or whatever where you get your thing, because it was my roommates on his new PC and we were going to be moving away that day. So I had to like play it for, I woke up at like 5 a.m. and played it until 10 a.m. just to try and finish oh it real God. quick because I knew I wouldn't have a chance. <laughs> Damn. I'm glad you think it's good too. I'm glad you think it's good too. It was, it was such a like a crazy departure from the first two games too. Because like the first one had a real gnarly twist at the end, and it was good. The second one, like it was, it was good. I think Infinite was just, yeah. Yeah, obviously the first Bioshock ending is like an all-time top ending, but I've never played it because it's a scary game. Well, it's not all that scary though. It's scary. I remember playing the demo and I couldn't even finish it. There was a creepy lady oh, with a man. with a stroller, and I was like, "Not doing this," and I turned it off. <laughs> Uninstalled it. Oh man, uh, that brings me to my next ending. Then, are, mm -hmm. are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. Oh man. Okay, so Resident Evil Eight, right? Oh yeah. Oh man, did you did you get to the end of that? Uh, I just said I don't play scary games, but I watched I watched many YouTubers oh, yeah, play it. Yeah. Okay, so the ending was was kind of wild. So um, I never beat Resident Evil Seven because like that one was that one actually creeped the the shit out of the literal <laughs> shit out of me. That one was like oh, it, it was like I love scary games, but like Resident Evil Seven and uh, uh, Alien Isolation are two of like the hmm. fucking creepiest games ever yeah. um but no wait so so resident evil 8 um what is it so so you beat uh oh who's the main bad person again i already forget uh the you metal guy the main... or the or the angel i think it was there was like some main like like mother figure after you yeah, beat the metal yeah. guy i'm but mother miranda Yes! There you go, That that's a... Okay, so... So you beat her, and, um... What is it? It turns out that the main character you're playing... What's <laughs> yeah. his name? Ethan? Ethan, yeah. Uh, turns out he's... he's he, he died in Resident <laughs> Evil 7, but was reanimated because of all the mold he came into contact with, or whatever. So he's literally this, like, walking, like, mold creature. And, uh... What was it? And and Mother Miranda was behind the whole shit with Resident Evil Seven. So like, in the molds, so because you killed her, the mold starts to deteriorate or become ineffective or something. And so like, the main character guy Ethan, I think, dies, and uh, and the baby you, you were looking for the whole entire game, like like she grows up and and she goes to visit her father's grave, and it's like it's implied that. Maybe there's going to be another game with her or something yeah. like that, but um, that yes, was what a what an absolute trip. Yeah, that was I okay. I I have a question about that ending because they yeah. show like I don't even know. It's like an overhead view of him, and it just shows him shambling along because he's a mold creature and apparently has been a mold yeah. creature the whole game. So how does that work with how he's going through the game, shooting everything? Uh. I think it, it explained how he was able to survive, basically, 
fucking dying and is getting the absolute piss beat oh, out of man. him. Yeah, that's like, right. His hands. His poor hands. Yeah, because... Yeah, because, like, cause it, uh, close to the beginning of that game, he gets his hand cut off, <laughs> and then favorite. he can, like, reattach it by, like, pouring liquid just... on it, or, like... Something like that. He just plops it back on. He's like, "All right, good to go." <laughs> doesn't even doesn't even question it. Just pours like Mountain Dew on it, and it's like, <laughs> "Yeah." It's, it's like not even a goop. It's a it's a splashy liquid. Yeah, like, I I love that that actually gets explained though, because that's just like a, as you're doing it, you're like, "This is stupid. Why is this? Doesn't make any sense. How are his hands even?" Like, it just starts with a finger, and he gets stabbed in it, and then they just, like, go the whole way and cut it off, and you're like, this is literally impossible. And then they explain it, because he's a a mold man, obviously. (laughs) really is. It it reminds me of, um, of, like, Far Cry 2 and 3, where it'd be, like, was it, you'd be, like, set on fire or whatever, and, like, if there was, like, a self-heal mechanic where, like, um, your dude would just do some, you would, like, wrap his arm up in gauze or, like, pick a bullet out of himself. But, yeah, it would be pretty much random. So, you'd be on fire, and you'd be like, oh, better heal, and you'd pluck a bullet out of your arm. <laughs> yeah. Like, where the hell did that come from? <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> Zero sense. Um, yeah, no, that, that was a really good one. Uh, speaking of weird things, I'm going to do my first of two weird endings. I genuinely genuinely don't know if it's a good ending or a bad ending but it's weird and and that's the ending to inside did you you play inside i played it but i haven't finished it i I beat limbo twice but i haven't finished inside is it okay if i spoil the ending of inside go for it man (laughs) okay so throughout the game of inside you're a little boy and it's a side scroller i guess you could call it and you you go through like these facilities and all these different scary places and and you're just a little boy trying to escape and eventually you come to a point where you fall in this big watery uh container like you're usually all the people are trying to attack you but you get to a point where there's all these scientists and you're like walking past and they don't even notice you they're all running themselves to this giant watery container and they're looking into it and it's this big, ugly blob of legs and arms and mostly legs and arms. <laughs> and, and you end up actually falling in there. And when you swim too close to the blob, it sucks you into it. And you become part of the blob. And you then smash your way out of the, the holding cell. And you just start slaughtering everyone on your way out of the facility you try to escape the facility as this giant blob and it's horrifying everyone's running away from you screaming you're the you're the movie monster and you like actually (laughs) crush them and you see their bones falling out it's gruesome and eventually you smash your way out of the facility and you tumble down this mountain this forest smashing into trees and stuff and you come to a stop uh next to a beach and it's just the blob is laying there on the beach and the credits roll (laughs) <laughs> so wow i, I never expected that yeah right it's 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 an incredible ending sequence absolutely fantastic but i have no idea what the purpose of it was what it's trying to say if it's good or bad but it certainly was a thing that's yeah i'm, I'm kind of having a little bit of trouble wrapping my head around that too i would i think it's it sounds good like you escape it's fun as heck but 
yeah bittersweet I, I yeah i just don't know how to feel about it that is uh yeah, that's, if you that's a if you get a chance point. they sold blob uh uh purchasable what, what would you even call it like it was a uh, dlc no it was a physical blob that you could buy that was made with like sex toy material so it feels actually fleshy and gross like like a figure yeah like, like a figure there you go that's the word <laughs> nice yeah look it up it even like looks fleshy and gross and yeah a sex toy company made it for the developers to sell game. I, I searched inside blob figure okay i'm doing that real fast yeah Oops, you gotta inside. you gotta see it and give the audience your thoughts blob figure so excited Ooh. All right. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> it, look, it reminds me of those like those like old cartoons where when people got into a fight it'd be like a cloud of smoke with yeah. like arms and legs. Kind of yeah, except out. instead That's... of a cloud of smoke, it's flesh. <laughs> mm. Hell yeah. That's cool. Uh, so let's see, what do I got? Uh oh, yeah. I just finished SteamWorld Dig 2 the other Ooh. day. That was so good. Um, what's so so the SteamWorld series is just really really good. Like each game is just really good on its own. I love that. I love that series so much. Um, but what's cool is like for the longest time I thought each game was just kind of unrelated, but SteamWorld Dig 2 kind of like connects Dig. Dig two and heist, and I'm not at all oh, sure about where the whole quest is. But so, uh, so the whole, I guess, uh, plot with two is that you're looking for Rusty, who was the main guy from the first dig, and um, everybody keeps saying like, oh, he's evil. He's like making all these devices that cause earthquakes, and he's blowing things up, <laughs> and then uh, what is it you? Oh, what is it? You find this, this like colony of of humans underground, and uh, and they're like, oh yeah, you uh, like we don't know where Rusty is, but you can help us stop these earthquakes by destroying these doomsday devices, and they point them out to you on your map, and then so you go like destroy them because obviously you don't want the earthquakes to yeah. like shatter the earth or whatever. Yeah. Um, but. So you break all those devices, and then, uh, like, something's real fishy because, like, the earthquakes are still happening, and they've actually gotten worse once you destroy them. So you go back to the colony of humans to talk to, to their leader, and um, it was, like, nobody's there. Everybody's, like, like gone. So you, um, what is it? You, so there was, like, some hidden chamber that you would wander on into, and the, the leader of those humans actually has Rusty, and she's using him to power some, like, like robotic mech suit thing. <laughs> um, and, uh, basically, it turns out that, um, that Rusty made the Dooms... The, the Doomsday devices were actually, like... I forget what she called them, but they, they were basically preventing her from using her full power... Uh, to convert 
something into this stuff called moon juice so that she can moon enslave juice. all humans or something like that. Um, but basically, you beat her, and uh, some like self-destruct sequence starts. So um, you and Rusty try to escape, and um, all throughout the game too, you have this little like little like wispy like 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 kind of like Navi from. Hmm. Uh, Ocarina of Time and stuff. You have, like, a little guy like that. His name's Finn. And uh, he helps you escape by, like, uh, he boots up this teleportation device and gets you above ground so you can go on a rocket with everybody else in town and escape the Earth because the Earth is for sure going to explode. Oh. Um, but, yeah, so so the Earth does explode. Oh, wow. Uh, Finn, does not, Finn does not make it out, as far as you can tell. And, uh, and basically just leads off in a steamrolled heist because like the whole thing with heist is oh, that there's no, no more earth so there's like space pirates and shit whoa um, but then there was a DLC for steamrolled heist that brings back Ben and like he's like built himself a whole new body out of like trash parts and stuff but uh yeah it was it's cool to see them basically link together dig dig two and, and heist that was yeah awesome. that's incredible i love when games do that when you don't expect it to i that i can't think of any other examples where that happened because it's so hard to do but that's so cool yeah it was i wasn't expecting <laughs> i wasn't expecting a whole lot out of the story of that game but uh yeah, yeah it was it was badass it that's was, cool. it was such a great game and going through with exploding the earth that takes a lot of guts too yeah it does we don't need Earth anyway. Space is pretty sweet. Space is sweet. I want to go someday, but I'm afraid that I <laughs> Elon Musk, hit us up. <laughs> right. This video, this, this podcast, talks about Elon Musk. Um, I've got... The, I'm going back to a good ending, and you're not going to believe this, but I actually liked some of the endings from this game called The Stanley Parable. <laughs> and I just want to talk about one of them. <laughs> the, That's okay. The Stanley Parable has yeah, many many endings but my favorite one is uh again the game is all about choice the narrator tries to tell you what to do and you can do what he says or not do what he says and if yeah. you continuously disobey him he will be like okay stanley you gotta work with me here you obviously don't like the game what what we let's let's try it let me just try changing something and see if it's better for you and he puts you back to the first choice where it's the left or right door, but he's added a third door. And you can pick any door, and then he's like, okay, on a scale of one to five, did this improve the experience? And you rate it, and he's like, okay, okay, let me try something else. He puts you back, same thing, three doors, but now there's a scoreboard on the left side that shows, like, the Stanley Parable high score. And it shows you and you and dead last. And then you rate it or whatever, and, <laughs> man, th this is... As I'm saying this, I'm remembering how long this is, so I'm going to try and cut it, because there's more There's more stuff. Uh, eventually, he gets to the point where he's like, oh, um, this is from the original Stanley Parable. It's different in the Ultra Deluxe, but I'm just talking about the original Stanley Parable. And um, he, he eventually gets to a point where he's like, okay, if you don't like my game, then we're going to find a different game to play. And the loading screen goes, and the oh, loading screen pops away, and you're in Minecraft. He's like, oh, what's this? It looks like we can mine and craft things. And he starts building a house and stuff, and you can just walk around. You can't actually really do anything. And then eventually he's like, I'm bored of this. Let's play something else. And the loading screen comes, and then you're in Portal. It's the first stage of Portal. 
and you can actually walk around and and there's a puzzle and he's like do you think you can actually solve this it's just putting the block on the button he's like wow you did it <laughs> and then uh and then he before you get on the elevator he pulls it away and he's like you know what i'm just gonna leave you do whatever you want and then you jump into the hole and it goes into something else but uh just just that idea that like they had a game where they put you in other games was incredible i i don't know how they got the rights to do that but it was such a such an incredible thing to experience that is really cool that that game just sounds it doesn't sound like anything i've ever played before like yeah. you, you describe it as like a walking simulator but like it, it sounds like can't put it into words it, yeah. it sounds pretty rad maybe you'll get to hear another ending later in the podcast <laughs> We'll, we'll circle back to that one. The ending thing. <laughs> oh man, uh, what else do I got here? Oh yeah, uh, yeah. So so Dragon Quest Five. Mm. Uh, one one of my favorite. Probably is still my favorite in the series. Um, Eleven was really good, but but Five is the best. Nineteen ninety two. So oh, what, yeah, did but you, they, what did you play it on? I played the the DS remake mm. from like two thousand nine i think um but what's really rad about it is so so what sets five apart from other dragon quests is that like it kind of play like like the main character you play as you basically play through like various stages in his life so you start out as like a kid and you're going on an adventure with your dad and you go to like this one place and you you venture off on your own with like some other kid or something and uh, and your dad tries to like save you, but he dies. You end up being enslaved. Um, then you go, then you grow up to be like uh, like a teenager or something. Yada yada yada. Basically, you play like the main character through like various stages of his life. Like you get married, and you actually get to pick like which. There's like three girls you can you can pick to get married oh. to, and um, they actually make a difference with your kids that you have later on um because like you know one girl will make them more your daughter more inclined to magic or something like that uh, and just like real life here. yeah it's crazy <laughs> um but so so the end well i guess there's a lot more so, so basically the <laughs> end is like what leads up to the end i should say is like so you your wife and your two kids you're all a party of four you go beat the shit out of, like, the main evil, like, ultimate evil essence guy. And, um, and basically, like, like that's, you go back, uh, to this kingdom that you discovered you're actually the heir to, you're actually the king to this, like, forgotten kingdom that your father left behind, um, mm. all this stuff. But yeah, mm. basically, you just, you beat his ass, you go back to your kingdom and celebrate, and, uh, and yeah, you just live, a after having your ass handed to you like almost your entire life you just settle down with your family and just and just chill out and i thought that was really neat i like that i love that i, I love endings that, that actually have the the you get to see the aftermath and it's happy because yeah because like <laughs> that main dude has a lot happened to him there there was one point where like what is it after you have your kids no you you, the main character and his wife are turned to stone, and then you play as the two kids. And you have to try to find a way to like to unstonify them or whatever. And then 
Oh, there's a lot. It's 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 great. It's such a good game. Yeah, this sounds really good. I, I like I said, I haven't experienced enough Dragon Quest. I need to I need to do that more. I need to somehow find time for that. Um, if you if you ever get a chance, I, I'd probably if you ever get a chance to play Dragon Quest Five, it's it's really good. Well, I mean, the DS version is definitely hiked up in price now. Is it like, on phone? I'm pretty sure it is I, actually. Yeah, I'm getting right. my Google Play credits built up again. Oh, yep, Android. Dude, dude. I'll have to look that up after the after we're done recording. One of my favorite parts of it too uh, is that before you get your wife and your kids, um, you don't have like a traditional party of people you meet along the way. Like monsters, like it's described as like the main character is just so loved by everybody that like monsters will like. They'll be like, oh, this dude's so cool. And like certain <laughs> monsters that like, you fight at the end of the battle, they'll be like, hey, can I join you? And then, yeah, you have little monsters in oh, your party. And you can build them up. Like, yeah, it's, it's awesome. That's super fun. I'm going to keep riding this JRPG train and talk yeah. about the ending to the only JRPG I've ever finished. Nino Kuni, baby. Yeah. Um, it's a... Um, I'm playing the MMO on phones right now, and I can't stop, and I don't know what's <laughs> wrong with me. <laughs> but the first game, uh, the the story is at the very beginning, your mom saves you from a, a drowning accident and like saves you, but she drowns in the process and dies. Oh, and that still hits me. I know it's rough. Me. It's rough. And your tears, you play as Oliver, this little boy. His tears on his little stuffed toy bring it to life, and it brings him to this fantasy world where. There, where he's like, everyone has a soulmate. They exist in both your world and my world. So we're going to go find your mom and set her free. But she's being held captive by the main bad guy, Shadar. And that's a really... Oh, and your boy has a cool Irish accent, too. Sorry, the main Irish accent. No, you're fine. He's in the MMO, but it's 400 years later. So he's got, like, really long gray hair. Um, nice. Yeah. And... Uh, it's a typical JRPG. It goes way farther than it needs to. Like you fight planet-sized gods and stuff. And and, uh, but at the end, uh, it's it's revealed that your mom that was being held captured. It was just a memory of her that was being captured because once oh, man. once someone dies, they're they're actually gone forever. But she had that memory there for the so that when you found her, she would be there and be like, "You already you don't need me. Like I I raised you." I gave you everything you needed to be able to make it on your own. And, and look how far you've come. She's like, if you've made it here, then you've obviously made it in life. And, and you know exactly how to take care of yourself. And I just thought that oh, was man. such an incredible message. Like, that is. I, it's tough to top that. Oof, uh, yeah, I haven't, I haven't made it very far in that game. But it was, it was, the, the main dude, he does go through a lot too. Like, he has to mm -hmm. train to become like ultimate wizard or whatever yeah. and that was that was cool man what else do i have let me find my list again uh oh yeah so uh so catherine right have you played catherine uh, i played the demo on ps3 back in the day and it was always on my list of games to buy but never did oh man did that but did that burp just get into the the recording nope oh, sure did. didn't Awesome. Good. Okay. <laughs> so, um, so Catherine, uh, I guess there's, there's different endings, but I, I haven't experienced the other ones except for like the, the good one. 
Uh, and the good one is when so there's three Catherines, right? There's mm-hmm. Catherine with, with with a K, which is your fiance. Catherine with a C, which is like the um, I guess the the fling or like the one night stand one. And then there's Rin, who is like a little kid or something like that. You don't have oh. like a romantic thing with, with the little kid one though. Yeah. Um, but so so the one ending that I got basically it, it kind of threw me for a loop because the whole time it's like oh you're cheating on your fiance you're gonna have nightmares where you almost fucking die and like <laughs> one block falling on you and exploding and there's like these sort of boss battles where you're still finding the towers like blocks and stuff but there they'll be like like a, like a baby with chainsaws for arms or some shit or yeah, it'll yeah. be like um uh, it'll be like like your fiance Catherine but she's like She's just this big giant monster, I forget, but um, they portray it as like like oh you're cursed because you cheated on your fiance or something like that. But um, then it turns out that's the uh, Catherine with a C, the one that you've been cheating with, is actually uh, she's actually a succubus and she's <laughs> tempting. Um, was it she worked for Astaroth? I think his name is, who turns out to be the owner of your favorite bar that you go to in between, like, in between, uh, block tower climbing session and trip. Turns out to be the old man behind the bar. Um, uh, and it's revealed that basically he, like, he tests, was it, he tests the loyalty oh. of men to women, um, for, like, reproductive reasons. Like, you know, if you're not gonna procreate with this lady and spend the rest of your life with her, then you can fuck off and die, basically. And then, uh, um, it, it got way crazier than I ever imagined. Yeah. Um, the yeah, overall it was, <laughs> it was it was a great game, but totally totally weird. What a fun twist! Because looking at it from the outside, it looked like just a a puzzle game in nightmares, and then like a texting game when you're awake. So it's neat that they go sci-fi. Yeah, and there's there's like an extra like. I'm not sure if I'd call it an ending, but it's like an extra kind of like layer to the ending where like there's a separate mode from the story mode for like challenges where you do like different little, you know, uh, block tower puzzle challenges. And if you beat all of them, um, I guess I should have said first that the, the game is basically portrayed as like, like a television uh, special on like the Golden Playhouse channel or something like that. <laughs> And there's, like, this lady who's, like, the host of it. Um, kind of like Elvira, you know, but, um... Basically, if you beat all the challenges, the lady, um... I guess that hosts the TV show or whatever the hell, she turns out to be Ishtar, and she was like, oh, I've been testing you to see if, you know, if you're a cool guy and, and, and you <laughs> want to ascend to godhood. Like, do you want to ascend to godhood, cool guy? And you can choose yes or no, and... <laughs> it's just it's crazy of course this that's exactly where i thought that game would go no weird <laughs> i love yeah. it did you know that there's a com- <laughs> there used to be a competitive catherine scene really? like it was at it was at evo the fighting game tournament i i just looked it up quick and no there's fucking like, way. yeah yeah there's like a five and a half hour stream from evo 2015 for competitive catherine <laughs> that's 
that's cool, but not <laughs> something I would ever want to take part in. That sounds no. god awful. <laughs> oh, speaking of god awful, God, I'm I'm getting good at these transitions. Uh, I've yeah. got a bad ending. It's uh, <laughs> it's for the Outer Worlds, which was a game that I loved playing through, but the ending. Um, so you know where there are games where going into it, you know there's going to be a sequel. And so the ending is like bad because they have to prepare for a sequel. Yeah. Outer Worlds is the opposite. It's a game where you go into it expecting there to be a sequel, but then the ending makes it so you're not sure how they can have a sequel. (laughs) Like, um, first of all, I, I had a character build that was, I put the emphasis on hacking and speech because I didn't want to do a lot of combat. And then, At the very end, you have to fight a, a super hard boss. There's no way around it. So that was lame. And then afterwards, you get to the this uh, office lady who's, like, in charge of the corporation or whatever. And yeah. you attack her, and she just takes, like, two swings, and then she's done. She's dead. And then credits. And then it shows, like, still frames with, like, the text on the bottom, like the end of an after-school special that says, like, four years later the scientist blah 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 and like six years later the ship was never found again and it's like giving you all this stuff for what happens in the future and you're like wait how are you why are you first of all why is it just these still frames with text on it and and why are you telling me all this stuff like shouldn't you save that for the sequel (laughs) and it's extra weird now because they've announced a sequel and it was just it was such a good game up until that point and then they're like here's a really difficult boss but then here's a lady that takes two hits and then here's some still frames and you're just like oh okay what happened to all the quality <laughs> all the quality yeah yeah there's a lot of thought put into everything else and then fart sound <laughs> i remember uh, fallout 3 and new vegas also had those kind of endings too where like obviously your actions will select like which ending you get but it'll be it'd be like be like and so the courier like something something really? something Those were like that too yeah it, oh. it would be like there's still frames and like there'd be like a narrator saying whatever the hell happened about like the ncr like you went and took a fat dump afterwards or something I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> not a fan <laughs> um i got a couple more good ones and i can't decide which one to do um <laughs> but uh i'm gonna do i'm gonna do ease eight i think i've talked to you about this one before um god so ease is like um i don't know how to explain it like each game each game is connected like they're all in the same like like continuation i guess if that makes sense like they're mm-hmm. all like the continued event- adventures of the main character at all but um so ease eight like you you basically like you're on this cruise ship for i forget why like you're you're working on it with your best friend dogi um and then uh the ship wrecks somehow i forget and then you wake up on this like deserted island and you go around the island discovering what the hell this island even is and you find all these different people so yeah uh so you start having dreams about this lady donna um and you don't know like who she is but like it, it turns out she lived on the island like centuries ago um 
what was it? Um, and like as at all, like there's literally nobody on the island except for obviously like animals, and there's like there's somehow dinosaurs on the island as well too, but they call them primordials nice. or something. Um, but yeah, it turns out like the whole island is basically like like stuck in time, pretty much. Like the island is still as it was, but like you know centuries ago, like it it does not age pretty much, I guess. Um, which which kind of doesn't make sense now that I think about it because like how the fuck would a how the fuck would a fire burn <laughs> if time doesn't move? Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Um, but no. So 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 then it turns out that Donna actually like froze herself or like preserved herself so that she could wake up in the future and. What was it? Yeah, so she could wake up in the future and um, destroy, like, whatever destroyed her people, because she, she comes out of the sleep or whatever with, with amnesia and, you know, typical typical bullshit. Um, yeah. But um, then she gets her memories back, and it turns out she was asked... Oh, was it? She was asked to become a warden of evolution because they were gonna, like, they were gonna wipe her species off or they were going to erase her species because they suck or something like that basically they suck um then they do but Donna freezes herself um but then you know in the present they go and like I forget how they find a way to like fight the bad guys that deleted her people um and then they ask all to become a warden which a warden of evolution is like somebody who lives forever and oversees mm. evolution make sure that like the uh, uh to make sure that the uh what's what i'm looking for um the best species move on and and the, the other shitty ones don't like they just get troll out the lead and they're fucking they're, they're done end task um uh, a reaper like yeah ba- basically basically um but yeah so so you basically fight the bad guys um and you stop them from doing it again because like they were gonna wake up again in adults time and delete humans again so you stop that um and then uh something oh man i i had all of this down but i totally forgot <laughs> but uh basically um donna like sacrifices herself because since you beat those those wardens of evolution um since you beat the evolution bros um time would like cease or something like that so she i forget how becomes like a goddess of time or something and uh basically kind of undoes what the wardens did and a bunch of other stuff and this this is one that just still confuses the crap out of me i'm, I'm sure you can kind of hear it in my voice um it, it was it was a great game very cool so the story still kind of doesn't make sense now that i'm trying to explain it in person but it was <laughs> it was cool yeah does it <laughs> yeah does did you did i hear correctly that it has another ascending to godhood moment basically yeah yep, <laughs> yep. that's what makes a good video game ending ascending to godhood that's all you need i think 
I'm trying to recount what the hell I learned on that, and I'm pretty sure that's exactly how it went. Like, none of it really... Like, how the fuck does time... How does, how does a fire work on, on an island that's paused in time? Because, like, they had fires going all over the place. How They had torches. How could you breathe? Yeah, um, exactly. How could anything... I don't know. You, you're going you're to have to Google that, and we'll have a... We'll have a... Uh, update on a future Power. episode. Yeah, there we go. I've got a good ending, and it's going to be untraditional, and I guarantee you're not going to see it coming, but when I explain it, it's going to make sense. <laughs> One of my favorite right, video good. game endings was for Guitar Hero 3. <laughs> you, That was my first Guitar Hero. Uh, you, you beat the game, and the credits start rolling, and you play a song throughout the credits, and it's through the fire and mm-hmm. flames by Dragon Force, and oh, it's song. it's a great song to play. It's an incredibly it's like the most difficult song in Guitar Hero history, and it's just such a cool thing to be playing the super hard song as the credits are going. And you're like, what is going on? Why is this so difficult? It's insane, and like that, I I don't listen to Dragon Force, but I feel like that was a pretty defining moment for them, and it's like a pretty like whenever anyone mentions hard guitar hero songs it's through the fire and flames that's the defining hard song and what makes that ending even better for me is they tried replicating it in future guitar hero games and none of the other songs came even close like that's right i played guitar hero aerosmith they tried doing the same thing and it was some easy song that i like got 99 percent of the notes right and i was like what was that and Guitar Hero I, 4, I imagine. it was some song that was supposed to be difficult, but it was easy again. And I'm like, what? And they for Guitar yeah. Hero 5, they were like, this song is harder than Through the Fire and Flames. And it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. I don't know how you do I that. Remember, what was it? I, I can't imagine Aerosmith being very like technical or difficult at all. I don't know how they tried to do that. What, what was that? What was the ultimate song like the like the the super hard song for Guitar Hero Metallica? I, I feel like I know. Oh, it was, I should yeah. know that too. I played the, a ton of. I don't know if they had one. Metallica I feel like credits song. Let's see. There, there should have. I'm pretty sure there was one. Oh, the Ice Cave. No, that's that's the credit stage. My bad. It was, but it was like a. It was like through ice or something. Let me let me look at the full song list. Tra- um, was it trapped under ice? Yeah, trapped under. Like, I, I want to say it was trapped under ice. No, the thing that should not be. Oh really? I think so. Let me. We're gonna go to YouTube, and I'm gonna have to mute it before it plays. Guitar Hero. That's how. Oh yeah. Credits. Okay. Uh. Mute? Yes, I muted it. So it looks like it was only credits. Huh. There was no song to play. What the hell? Talk about disappointing. I know. I remember, did you ever play, I forget, I think it was Rock Band 3? Where like the, the, like the hard song of that game was some Judas Priest song? Um... Painkiller, because it had like a, like a wicked drum solo at the beginning. Mm. I remember that song, but I I didn't think I had played Guitar Hero three, but I must have. 
pretty sure it was Rock Band 3. Yeah, whatever. Um, no, Guitar Hero 3 was so good, though. That was the one that had, um, that had um, Tom Morello mm-hmm. and, uh, and um, Guns N' Roses got Slash. That's right. It was yeah. Slash, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 it was. And it had the best version of Devil Went Down to Georgia. Oh, yeah, it's the fucking, like, the, the, like, the metal one. That yeah. was so good. so good. The only thing that sucked was having the boss fights and the power-ups that they would send at you. Like, the one switching it to left-handed. It's impossible. Oh. Everything else was, like, it was at least manageable. Yeah. Like, I forget what the other ones even were, but they were, like, they were easy to get around. But yeah, that one that switches it to left, he was for sure a, a huge dick move. Yeah. Um. So the next ending I have was, uh, trying to find my list again. Crap. Um, oh yeah, so, so, um, so Bravely Default, right? Like the first mm-hmm. Bravely Default, mm-hmm. um, whole story to that was kind of a big old trip for sure. So, um, so it kind of plays out like, like a, like an early Final Fantasy, you know, Four Warriors of Light. You know, go find the crystals and awaken them before the bad dudes destroy them, or like they just stop working or whatever. And you're like, well, alright. So you go to each temple of each crystal and you beat a boss and you awaken the crystal and you think, alright, we're gonna save the fucking world, man. Fourth crystal, let's do this. <laughs> and then, um, the whole time there's, um, the whole time there's this like, like not in your party, but like she's like with your she's with your party. She's this little fairy called Airy. Mm. Uh, great name, great name. Um, but um, what is it? She's she's the fairy of the wind crystal or something like that. Um, and and she's the one that tells your party and you know, hey, go go awaken these crystals and save the world. But um. Like later on, you, you you start to find out that like, like Aries up to some shit. Like this, this doesn't seem right. And uh, come to find out that like, you guys going through and like awakening the crystals is actually like a really bad thing because like when you do, it'll open up this like portal to another world or something, um, which like, in the beginning of the game, um. This like big old earthquake happened, and it this big old like chasm ripped open in the earth, like this gigantic chasm, and um, and people were thinking, you know, hey, that's probably because the the crystals are out of whack or whatever, you know. Um, but yeah, so so it turns out that once you awaken all four crystals, basically you'll rip open another chasm, and then it kind of just like goes down this like time loop of like. Like, you do that, the chasm opens, the universe restarts, and then four more warriors do it, and then it keeps going like that and that and that. Um, but then there's, like, there's two endings, kind of. Um, the first one is, like, basically you get a chance, or a, a choice to, to destroy one of the crystals, like the last crystal before, before you awaken it. And if you do, um, how was it, you, uh... I forget exactly what happens, but but you you basically foil Ares' plot, but you kind of like you do you doom that element or something like that. I forget. Um, but then if you 
was it if you if you do awaken all the crystals and you have to oh gosh, I forget um you can awaken all four crystals once that happens this pillar of light shines down somewhere the pillar you boss or something no you go to the pillar you basically time resets to um to before you went on your journey to go awaken mm-hmm. those crystals yeah, and basically the game makes you repeat that same bullshit like four times where you go to each temple, awaken the crystals, be each boss at each temple, pillar of light comes down, you go to the pillar of light, time resets, and you do that shit like like three more times. Oh, wow. Um, and then basically, um, what was it? Uh, yeah, you do that, and then the, the group confronts Aerie about it or something like that and she basically like said let me let me let me man I had this one oh I thought I had this one memorized let me let me find it again oh no worries oh no that's right okay so 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 okay so um so it's as as go through each cycle of awakening the crystals between the bosses going the pillar of light as you do each cycle you learn more and more about Aerie's about Ares nonsense mm-hmm. um so on the on the last time you do it like like before you you destroy that last crystal and then Ares gets mad and she attacks your party you beat her ass she retreats you track her down you beat her ass and then you then her boss Ouroboros comes out you beat his ass <laughs> and then um yeah basically you stop that whole that whole cycle, because what they were doing was trying to, like, link multiple worlds so that Ouroboros could, like, exist in multiple worlds or something like that. Some convoluted nonsense, but it, it was a lot more than what I was expecting. I was expecting it to be, like, generic, like, Final yeah. Fantasy 1 type bullshit, but it... Yeah, it, it's another one of those where I didn't really understand it, but... That's um, that's exactly what I was thinking. Is is that's cool how it starts off as like stereotypical go to the crystals, do the things, and then it just flips it on its head. It it really did. It's I think I messaged you about it like once I found yep. out about all this bullshit. I was like, Thomas Thomas <laughs> Wake up <laughs> <laughs> Shook you awake. <laughs> Aerie You gotta know about Aerie. <laughs> Aerie, she's got she's got a totally original name, by the way. But Aerie, Aerie the fucking fairy, she's trying to ascend to godhood. We gotta stop her. She basically, I mean, she she really, pretty much was yeah, more godhood. Yeah. Um, I've got one more weird ending, and it's from this game okay. called The Stanley Parable. <laughs> there's, there's a. There's a path that you can go down where you end up on this platform in darkness and there's just a bunch of lights going around and the narrator for like the first time is like, Stanley, I actually feel happy if we were to spend the rest of our time just standing right here doing nothing but enjoying each other's company, I would be happy. And I really like that. I was like, that's cool. And you can just stand there, but like the game doesn't end or anything. You you turn around and go into the next room and find a really tall staircase that basically goes up to the roof and you you walk up it up to the top of the steps and then you you jump down and injure yourself 
and the narrator looks like Stanley. What are you? What are you doing? Why are you? Why are you doing this? Don't you want to spend time with me? And you have to climb up it like slowly three more times until you eventually kill yourself. <laughs> and oh my God. the whole time the narrator is like, "Was it something I said? Was it? Are you sure we can't talk about this?" And I hated it. I hated doing that. And I was like, "Why? Why am I doing this? This is oh. makes me really sad and uncomfortable. I feel bad for the narrator." And it was just a poor narrator. Uh, and after the last time when you die, the game just restarts and you start another run. But it was just such a weird thing to include the you killing yourself for for that game especially where it's. It sounds like a more goofy game than, than, yeah. a, than a serious one. Do you have any more endings? Um, I had one kind of. Um, the ending to the Golden Sun was really really cool because it oh. ties like like directly into the second one. But what sucks though is if like so so Golden Sun you climb to the top of was it so there's one tower for each element i forget which tower you climb to the top two at the end of golden sun but you beat the the bosses and then uh and then it goes like to be continued and like you know as a as a kid who got golden sun from like uh from some grocery store in like podunk ass (laughs) iowa (laughs) I was like, like they don't have the second game. Like, what, what happens? <laughs> what the fuck is happening? Like, why, why does the earth shake? Like, why do these, why are they falling from the tower for whatever reason? Like, what, what exactly is happening? And like, it's cool that it did that to make you want to buy the second game, but it's also kind of an asshole move because, like, I, I didn't have anywhere to get the second game. <laughs> was that your first cliffhanger? Your first, the first cliffhanger in your life? think oh what a yeah horrible i'm pretty experience. sure it was actually yeah that's good sounds about cliffhangers it. that was that was all the endings i have which means that you and i have discussed every good bad and weird ending in video games if you listeners can think of another video game ending that you think is good or bad or weird you're wrong um if, if <laughs> we'll, we'll accept your sub yeah. Except um, your submissions, but I mean, you're still very wrong. Yeah, let us know which ones you think are good or bad or weird, because I want to hear them. I, I want because I haven't finished a lot of games, so let me know and email oh, yeah. us at superpodsaga at gmail dot com or, or follow us on Twitter. Or do whatever you want. Or there's or there's the Facebook where I'm just gonna like post memes or something. I'm not really entirely yeah. sure. <laughs> memes, tasty memes fresh hot off the press uh so mr aaron what is going to be our topic for next week i've uh oh man there were there were two that i was really torn between but i think one of my i think what i wanted to go with is we're going to talk about um games that we we consider like hidden gems like games (gasps) that we love but are like like nobody else talks about or just kind of like obscure Ooh, I've got some good ones I'm thinking of already. That'll be fun. Yeah, I've got a good, a huge amount of them. Have you heard of this game called Skyrim? Hidden Gem. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't, but oh man. Have you heard about Red Dead Redemption 2? It's cowboys. Wait, cowboys? 
a video game with cowboys. Uh, now I've heard everything. Skinning, and they're skinning. <laughs> Tune in next week to hear more about the hidden gems of the video game world, like Skyrim and Red Dead Redemption Two. Anything else you want to say to the listeners, Aaron? And skinning. Yeah. Uh, no, that's about it. Um, yeah, yeah. Feel free to send me. Feel free to. Um, you know, tweet us on on Twitter with your favorite uh, animals to skin on Red Dead Redemption Two. Mm, mm. Yes, absolutely. Thank you for listening, listeners. Have a great, wonderful day. Bye. <laughs>